Hello, and welcome to, or welcome back, to After the Leaving. Oh, I'm recording this at like 9 o'clock at night because there has been so much construction around my apartment for some odd reason that I can't record it during the day. And also, college work has just been on top of me. I'm sure you guys can hear I am so tired, but we are getting through because I think today's episode is so, so important, especially around this time everyone's kind of preparing for exams or you've just had midterms. I know my old school did like Halloween exams, which, ew, no, I'm so sorry if you had to do Halloween exams. But yeah, I think that you probably read the title of this episode and thought, oh my god, what is Angela going to be on about today? How are bad grades good? Well, I am here to tell you why. But before we get started, make sure you follow the Instagram at After The Leaving Podcast. We are almost on a thousand followers. What? That is so crazy to me i am yeah pretty active on there you can see what i'm doing throughout the day uh just some random things i could put up someday like yesterday i put up a picture of me from my pre-debs because i was sad because we can't go out anymore and that was just a wild night so if you want to keep up with my life on a day-to-day basis then follow the instagram that's at after the leaving Let's get into this episode. Do you know what? I don't need to have a long intro. (laughs) So we all have that one subject that we're really just not the best at. No matter how much we work, our grades are just not the best. You don't know what you're doing wrong. You're stressing because you keep on just barely passing or at least I was for one of my subjects. And you're just stressed out and you don't know what's wrong. But maybe there isn't anything wrong. And you know what? Maybe if you're getting a bad grade in a subject, it will help you identify what you need to work on or reevaluate your study technique and see if it's effective. I think most of the time we stick to one study technique for a certain subject because your friend does it or a teacher says it's good or you're just used to doing it but I think that shaking up your study technique for different subjects having different things you do for different subjects is so effective because you know doing flashcards for one subject might not be effective in another subject and and vice versa I think that we're so used to just sticking to the thing that we know that works in one subject and we think that it's going to work for all of our subjects and it doesn't and I think that constantly getting bad grades just shows that your study technique isn't effective in that specific subject. I hope that makes sense (laughs) because I was writing out, I'll give you an example, I was writing out proper just notes for business and that just wasn't working for me. I then ended up switching to mind maps which worked so 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 much more because I think my teacher's notes were already super condensed that I didn't need to just rewrite what was already in the book so mind maps really helped me uh, with the core ideas 
And same way, I used flashcards in biology, but I didn't use them for any other subject because they just weren't applicable or useful for any other subject besides biology. So I think that identify it helps you identify what you need to work on firstly because you might be slacking on it you never know you know it might be a subject that you don't really like but if you're constantly not doing well at it I could show you that you need to work on it and also it helps you reevaluate is your study technique effective second thing is it could show you if you need to drop levels now I know a lot of people are super hesitant about dropping levels, especially in maths. I think it's a lot more common in Irish to drop, but in maths, just those extra 25 points in higher level keep you there and just they keep you hostage and it kept me hostage for literally a year and a half before I finally decided to drop a week before the schools were closing but I think that if you're constantly just not doing well and you're struggling with the material at a higher level or whatever level you're doing it on you really 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 need to look at this objectively and think is it really worth it is it really worth my time and effort and everything I'm putting into higher level should I just genuinely drop and get I'll get a better grade in ordinary level and it will save me so much time and effort and stress and I think that's one of the like the best ways of seeing if you need to drop if you're just constantly getting a bad grade in one specific subject and you know just a warning it does happen in maths a lot like no matter how much somebody can try at maths if you're just not I don't want to say gifted or whatever because you can definitely practice maths and get better and you don't have to be gifted at maths but definitely look at if you're just not doing great at maths but those extra 25 points are keeping you just just let it go just let it go like Elsa would say in Frozen let it go (laughs) oh that joke is so dead but it just it's so fitting (laughs) all right moving on you know what getting a bad grade helps you learn from your mistakes If you're always doing constantly well, you're not learning or you're not seeing what you're bad at. I just, I absolutely loved going through my wrong answers in tests or after I got the test back and just seeing what I did wrong. Did I read the question incorrectly? Is my answer format wrong? Is just the overall answer just wrong? Did I not know the answer? Did I not study that well enough? It really helps you identify your mistakes. And do you need to go over that chapter? Because sometimes we think we know more than we actually do. You know, we all make that mistake of just rereading our notes and thinking, yep, I know this without actually doing active recall. I've talked about that in my study 101 techniques episode I think it's like the second or third episode so definitely scroll down listen to that if you're struggling with study techniques but of course it's going to help you learn from your mistakes if you actually take your test and you reevaluate and you look at it not just I know we can sometimes get a like a test back with just an just an 
awful grade. You know when your teacher hands you the page upside down and you just know that you just know you did bad and there's a real just temptation to throw the test in the bin to never see your mistake again you you just don't want to face it but no matter how much you want to do that always look at your mistakes write them down write out the right answer I don't know if any of you guys did this in primary school but did your teacher ever make you write out the wrong spelling so if you had like a spelling test and you got the word wrong she'd make you rewrite the word loads of times until you spelled it right do that with tests do that with your secondary school tests as well it's very much applicable and you know success is also relative your bad grade could actually be really good taking into account your other abilities i know that it's so so easy to compare yourself to a friend that's just constantly doing so so well at this the subject that you're doing bad at but your friend could be doing bad at a subject you're really really good at I think that comparing grades is just I want to do an entire episode on you know why comparison is just so bad and why we should just not share our grades at all I know the teacher always says like oh like don't talk about your grades to each other we're all gonna do it like we're all curious cats like I do that so so am I you know we're all human here but really success is relative I'll say this loads of times and you could be good at something say you're very good at art but maths is just not your strong point I'm not saying that everybody that's good at maths or good at art is bad at maths and and vice versa but your strengths could lie in art. You're, you can be very creative, very artistic. And just maths just isn't your thing. That's okay because your friend who wants to do theoretical physics and is very good at maths probably doesn't even know how to draw a stick figure. Let's be honest. I don't insult anybody, but, you know, I don't want to stereotype anybody either. But just, I'm taking that as an example. You could be very, very good at one thing but very bad at another thing and that's where you're getting a bad grade but that's okay that's okay you know what you just you have to pull through pull through especially you know this is especially bad with the kind of core subjects like English Irish maths also the next thing is it makes you competitive with yourself if you're a very ambitious person like like I'm a very very ambitious person person and I'm very competitive and if I saw I got a bad grade I'd be like okay Angela do you know what even though you're finding the subject really hard, you need to work on it. And next grade that you're going to get is going to be at least 1% better than the last test. I would genuinely, genuinely set goals for myself. That would be like, okay, so you've got 58 on this test. I want you to get 60 on the next test. And do you know what? That's 2%. That That's not a very big difference. But you know what? It could make a huge difference at the end of the day when it comes to the leaving cert because you're you're building your abilities. You're you're trying as long as you're trying in a subject that you're not doing great at. That's all that matters because at the end of the day, you'll know that you didn't give up, that you tried your hardest, no matter how difficult you found it, no matter how many bad tests you got back, you still tried. And it would just make you feel so much more reassured. And, you know, if you do end up getting just a horrendous grade in your Christmas exam, say, 
then we need to go back to the other points and see do we need to drop levels do we need to reevaluate our study techniques but it definitely makes you very competitive with yourself because I don't think anybody's ambition is to get bad grades like nobody wants to do bad so I think that it's it's good to be a little bit competitive with yourself don't be competitive with your friends no no don't do that no competition with your friends is bad but being competitive with yourself and setting goals for yourself and trying to reach those goals is so important when you want to improve that bad grade and this is a very short episode but the last thing I'm gonna say is one bad grade doesn't mean you're you're bad at school I think that it's so easy to look at what you're bad at and you know there was a time I think maybe this time last year where I was just so tired and I was so burnt out and I just I just didn't want to do anything I would just consistently get bad grades in business which is kind of ironic because I'm doing marketing in college now and see we pulled through I'm a success story over here but I think that I would just constantly be getting this bad grades in business but I was also doing really well in biology at the same time and I was putting in equal hours my study techniques were doing were were effective because I I prove oh my god I tried and tested them but I just I just wasn't doing well because I was super burnt out and personally I found biology way easier than business I just naturally which is kind of funny now thinking back like (laughs) I know that I study business now and I find business quite easy and I would literally never ever ever do biology in college which look at how the tables have turned but I think that that didn't stop me from wanting to pursue business or wanting to work harder at business because I was getting bad grades for an entire month. I just worked a little bit harder. And do you know what? Those chapters were in the like economics section of business. And I hate economics. Like I do, I have to do a module in college on economics and I hate it. And it was just a hard chapter. And you know, once we got past those three, four, five chapters in economics and we went back to regular business, I don't know, project management, I actually did quite well. And I kind of overcame that uh, sadness that I had and that kind of fear because I, I get very like anxious over grades. I'm like, if I don't get a H1 over here, like that's it. End, finished. I cry. I just hit the microphone. <laughs> uh uh, now I've lost my train of thought. Here we go. This is what happens when you record late at night. But all I'm saying is just to wrap this point up is that just because you're getting bad grades in one subject doesn't mean you're bad at school. Finally, what I just want to add on is that, you know, if you're really struggling, please go to a teacher. Please ask for extra help. Please do your own research. All of that jazz, you know, please don't stay stuck in that one position where you're just getting bad grades all the time in that one subject because at the end of the day you're, you're gonna get nowhere if you don't change up your style if you don't try look at new resources or maybe you maybe you need a study buddy or something I think that getting bad grades is actually really good because 
you know, we're all, it shows we're all human. You know, we're not all good at everything. There are things that we're bad at. And I think that acknowledging that you're bad at that subject is very good. And it will definitely humble you. You know, when I first went into ag science, which I picked it up in sixth year, I thought that this was going to be a breeze. Very quickly, I realized that I had to learn about grass and cows, which really just wasn't up my alley. But you know what? I actually ended up enjoying the subject a lot because firstly, I learned a lot by myself. I had to do a project basically by myself and I researched it and it was very, very interesting. And, you know, you may hate a subject and that's why you're getting bad grades. But you need to find what you like in that subject and focus on that. I know it's hard for the leaving seat because there's a curriculum and you can't just be like, oh, I like this one topic. So I'm going to study all my focus on my time on this one topic. No, don't do that. But, you know, try and research your subject if you're getting a bad grade outside of school. I know this is, this is going to be so hard and you're going to want to try avoid it at all cost. But just try your best to find a way to make it as enjoyable as possible. And, you know, what is done with love is always done well. I have that quote on my phone. I think it's Van Gogh. And I think that once you put in a little bit of love into the subject that you hate, you will definitely see the benefits of that. And you will end up on top with relatively good grades if you actually try I think it's very easy to give up but I'm telling you here please don't give up no matter what you do because at the end of the day it will pay off so 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 much because you'll end up doing what you want in college or whatever you want to do college isn't the only thing you have to do and I think that see this is I didn't wasn't this episode really helpful see do you see why getting bad grades is good now (laughs) Anyway, guys, uh, that's all I have for today. I have some very fun things coming in the pipeline very, very soon. Also, just want to give a little bit of a cheeky plug that I am part of a women's magazine in my university (laughs) called Her Campus. And I'm also doing a podcast on there. I'm the podcast coordinator. So stay tuned for episodes on there it's available on spotify i also occasionally write articles for it which crazy i used to cry over hamlet and now i'm writing articles so stay tuned for that if you like my content then there'll be so much more to come that will be on the instagram more information will be on the instagram after the leaving podcast all right guys i will see you next week bye